An awful lot has happened to American society and to the world over the past three years. But for our media and political class, most of it goes unmentioned because they're talking about something else. They're talking about January 6th, the most solemn day in American history, a moment worse than Pearl Harbor, worse than 9-11, worse than the American Civil War. That's what they're telling us. It's hard to respond to this because even now, three years later, most Americans have no real sense of what happened on January 6th, and any attempts to tell them have been suppressed by the big tech companies or shouted down by NBC News and CNN and other news organizations. That's odd if you think about it. Why do most of us have no real idea what happened? There's probably no event in American history that was filmed by more people from more angles than January 6th. And yet until very recently, no one had put together a timeline. What happened? People walked, some of them from the White House to the Capitol, some of them went inside the building, and we've been talking about the aftermath. But how did all of that happen? It's on tape. Why haven't we seen it? Well, if you've watched Joe Biden recently, you know why you haven't seen it. Because January 6th is a perfect way for the Democratic Party, and by the way, the Republican Party, for the party that controls this country, the Uniparty, to get what it wants, to suppress the population, to keep Donald Trump from running for president again, and to put its enemies in jail. Just the other day, Joe Biden, often derided as senile, didn't seem senile at all as he gave a speech about January 6th. He seemed like a fascist. Watch this. Watch Joe Biden celebrate the fact that his political opponents were sent to prison and listen as the crowd applauds him bragging about how these Trump voters are rotting in prison. Why? Since that day, more than 1,200 people have been charged for their assault on the Capitol. Nearly 900 of them have been convicted or pled guilty. Collectively to date, they have been sentenced to more than 840 years in prison. <laughs> What's Trump done? Instead of calling them criminals, he's called these, these insurrectionists patriots. He's a vicious and cruel and hollow man and rarely gets the credit for any of that. But it was on display in that speech. It's on display all around us. And the only reason they get away with it is because, again, most of us have no real idea what actually happened on January 6th. But it is knowable because it was filmed from thousands of angles, and that tape still exists. To some extent, it's still being suppressed by the Republican Speaker of the House, by the way, who could release it but hasn't. Memo to the Speaker, go ahead and release that video. But there's still enough in the public domain that a group of filmmakers decided to put it all together. Now, there's very little editorial commentary in their new documentary. It's called January 6th, A True Timeline, and it should be the most famous film in the United States, but it's not. We're hoping that changes soon. The movie lays out the day's events moment by moment. It shows you what actually happened at the Capitol from video that they did not shoot, but collected once again from the public domain, in some cases from liberal journalists who were on the scene. And they discovered a lot. For example, at 2.24, while crowds outside the Capitol were still going, growing, the president, then President, President Trump, tweeted this, the USA demands the truth. That's a very famous tweet, the January 6th special commission, the fake committee of liars who, quote, investigated January 6th, made reference to that tweet repeatedly. They claimed it was the reason that protesters breached the Capitol. 
But that's a lie, like so much of what they said. Video from that day collected in this documentary tells a very different story. At the moment that Trump tweeted that, Metro police, law enforcement on the scene, appeared to have accidentally tear gassed themselves and run away from the scene. That's what the video shows. And that left a path to the Capitol wide open. But assess for yourself. Here's the video. Our investigation found that immediately after the president's 2.24 p.m. tweet, the crowds both outside the Capitol and inside the Capitol surged. What the January 6th committee failed to mention was that it was officers misusing munitions and CS gas at that same time that led to a surge. Hey, Rich. DC MPD officer Cowery, at the urging of officer Thau, misfires a CS gas canister that eventually forces police to fall back and lose their position. As officers on the West Plaza, unequipped with gas masks, struggle breathing, the plume of CS gas can be seen from the overhead camera on the lower right corner of your screen. It blows over the entire area of the West Plaza that the police had secured for nearly an hour. Within three minutes of the officer's CS gas misfire, the police line on the West Plaza entirely collapses. So we now know that there were more than 200 plainclothes federal informants in the crowd. Some of them were already inside the Capitol before it was, quote, breached, before law enforcement opened the doors for the protesters in some cases. They were already inside, so you can draw your own conclusions from that. But we also know that a lot of law enforcement on the ground, those were local D.C. cops, Metropolitan PD, you saw on that tape, and some of the Capitol police had nothing to do with any kind of setup. In fact, they were the victims of it. As you could see in that clip, law enforcement on the scene were completely overwhelmed. And the body cam video shot throughout the day shows that. You see cops repeatedly telling each other that leadership has failed them, and that's true, and that they've been, quote, set up. Watch this. At 2.33 p.m., a frustrated police officer can be heard venting about being, in his words, set up. They set up the up. That's what they did. They set up they set up 64. At the same time, police officers discuss being unprepared for what they encountered. I didn't know we were coming up for this. I would have made sure we all had our masks. I didn't realize how bad. I, they set us up to fail. They did. There was no way we were winning that. And you've, now you got at least four platoons that are just gassed out. Yeah, literally. Because us, 54 doesn't have masks. Yeah. Well, remember, we're supposed to be rapid response just to buy time for they the more platoons to come. They didn't come. They didn't ask for them. Yeah. Those aren't racist insurrections. Those are cops, and they know exactly what happened. They got set up, and so did a lot of people that day. It wasn't like federal authorities didn't know there was going to be a big demonstration. They knew very well. They've been talking about it for weeks. That's not a guess. It's proven. It's a fact. So they knew what was up. They'd been set up. Now, one of the protesters you may recognize from that day is a man called Jacob Chansley, often called in the media the QAnon shaman. He's the guy with the painted face and horns. 
Now, the media repeatedly told us that he and Ashley Babbitt, the military veteran who was murdered that day, the unarmed woman who was shot to death by Michael Byrd, that he was a threat to public safety and completely out of control. But of course, the tape shows just the opposite, as does this documentary. When Metro PD made their way to the Senate floor and asked Chansley to leave, Chansley complied immediately. He thanked officers and said, quote, God bless you as he left. Watch this. Thank you for your patience. We love you. God bless you. That's what they said to the cops. Right? These are the racist insurrections. Jacob, Jacob Chansley did hard time in prison, but there he is telling cops he loves them as he walks peacefully, unarmed, out of the Senate chamber. So you may have concluded correctly that virtually everything you have heard, he screamed at you for three years about January 6th, is a lie. And this tape proves it. It's an hour long. It is well worth your time. We hope every American watches it and draws the obvious conclusion, which is that our leadership class is poisonous, power mad, and dangerous. They're the dangerous ones, not the people who showed up at the Capitol to protest the theft of their democratic election, the people who set it up in the first place. Joining us now is David Sumrall. He's one of the producers of this documentary, and we're very glad to have him join us. David, thanks so much for coming on. Um, so you, you've been involved in um in trying to figure out what happened that day for the last three years and you did this amazing public service for the rest of us by putting together this documentary tell us some of the things that you learned from this well i think it's the things we didn't learn from anybody else the select committee had every opportunity with all the evidence to put a you know documentary out that showed what happened that day and, it, and it's been interesting working with families uh with the lawyers uh you know all the defendants that we can find that we can try to help and uh, go through this footage to find that their stories are all true that they tell. You know, if you notice, nobody's been charged by the FBI for lying about what they witnessed on January 6th, which I think is a big point. But the, the discovery in this video, I think the public really needs to see, and that's why they've kept it hidden and dangled it like a carrot over the public for so long, for three years, when it tells that different story. And the hostages, you know, they deserve to be released. There, there's no reason to keep people that were peaceful. You know, guys like Chansley, like you said, you know, God bless you. And then they put him in prison. So so I don't understand, you know, why the public didn't understand more about it other than they couldn't see it. And I hope they are properly outraged from this film.